Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Welcome back, 365 Sports. Kevin Eschenfelder, the voice of the Houston Cougars. Kevin have you come down off the high of the end of that game yet? I uh, yeah, yeah, I'm down. I'm okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was it was a it was a, a great ending. Uh, we're talking about fantastic finishes. But yeah, that was uh, that was exciting. It was uh, it was, it was it, the, the the range of emotions over about a ninety second span of, of real time. Uh, forget about game time, but uh, yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. Because people forget it wasn't just the hail mary that was answered. It was the the fact that West Virginia scored it on a 50-yard touchdown pass with what a minute five left, was it, I don't even know, 12 seconds left. With 12 seconds left uh, before that, people forget about that to take a lead and just uh, take the absolute air out of that entire building. Uh, so yeah, it went from, from certainly from absolutely one quick end of emotions to the other. So just in your uh, you know how this works for people watching you know when you're doing a game and that happens i know how the broadcaster mind works you start thinking like oh well in the post game this went from happy to sad real quick you know so now yeah. you have to you're going to have to ask Dana Holgerson different questions when you get them you're going to have to a whole different thing so to have it change so rapidly had to be so wild just in your own mind of what you're going to do once the game's over yeah i did i mean it was uh, it was a definite situation, and I've done, you know, I've, I've, I've had it doing years in 27 seasons of Major League Baseball and Astros. You know, you get that, you're you're ready for a, a game to end a certain way, and all of a sudden somebody hits a three-run home run and ends a different way. Uh, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was a quick mindset. It was a, it was it's always better to have it shift that way because if you really think about it, it's really three different shifts because you're thinking about, wow, this is going to be a great post-game interview because post-game press conference because you're going to win then it goes from oh my gosh this is one of the most devastating losses how do you what do you talk about now to this is one of the most incredible wins i've ever seen <laughs> because it was it was really three uh three different swings and uh, they happened quickly enough i'm glad it ended the way it did obviously and uh you know so 
uh, it was something that it's one of those that you won't forget anytime soon. How big was this for Houston to start building some momentum? Uh, you know, I, I don't. It, it was huge. It, it was obviously huge because the the fact that you haven't won. Hey, let's face it, you haven't won the conference, and uh, you know you were at home uh, against a team in West Virginia that had come in. You think about the, the Cougars' two conference losses were to TCU and Texas Tech. Uh, West Virginia's two conference wins were TCU and Texas Tech. So, uh, you know, it wasn't going to be easy. And, uh, you know, they, they played well. It was the first time really all season long uh, against a, a really uh, top-notch opponent that they had played two quarter, two halves. Uh, they played well in the first half. They scored 28 points in the first half of Texas Tech. Uh, you know, the problem is, is they didn't score in the second half. So it, it was. It's been that kind of season, and, and finally it's put together two halves, uh, sixty minutes of football. That was very gratifying. And, and you thought, like I said, uh, giving up that fifty-yard touchdown with twelve seconds left in the game, you thought, oh my gosh, can you play a whole lot better than you did right now? And then you're going to end up getting beat, going from that to the win. Uh, so that was, uh, it was certainly. It, it was. It was a big win for the uh, for the Cougars. Uh, for Donovan Smith in particular, his best game, he was very efficient. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how many times the ball even hit the ground in the second half uh, yeah, last he, night. He, yeah, he, he completed his last 16 passes, yeah. uh, 16 in a row uh, down the stretch. What I thought was really impressive about Donovan was the fact that he was off. I mean, to start the game, uh, you know, just little swing patterns of running backs coming out of the backfield, check downs. And, now, he was missing those passes. He was overthrowing guys. He was throwing it behind guys. And uh, I think it takes a. I think it says something about uh, an athlete, whether it's you know everybody can you, know, you can score forty when your jumper's falling. But what do you do on the nights when you when it's not? You you right the ship, or, and you know that's what he did last night because he wasn't good to start the game. He really struggled early on, but uh, man, he finished finished strong, sixteen uh, straight completions, and I think it was what two hundred two hundred twenty something yards or something like that in those last sixteen completions. Is especially given that Texas is next, and that and and you know it'll be rocking uh, for, for that one sellout, um, and then Kansas State on the road, confidence wise for him to have that game. Dana Holgerson told us at at media days, like, look, the, he only saw one weakness in Donovan Smith, and it was a big one. That just that he gives the ball away too much. He didn't do that last night. For that to be in his head going into Texas. Knowing that that's that is a daunting task for anyone. Uh, yeah, he hasn't done it. Yeah, he hasn't done it all season. Only three interceptions, really, all season long. He's been great at taking care of the football. Yeah. So they 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 maybe fixed that issue, but next week against Texas, it's a whole different animal, isn't it? No, hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. You know that's that's there's no doubt about that. Texas is going to come in after after an off week, uh, you know, and then, of course, they're probably not going to be in a great mood after what happened against Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a very uh, daunting task, as you said, and uh, that's going to be a level of athlete that the, that the Cougars, uh, it's been a long time since they have played against the kind of athletes they'll play against in this game against Texas. But, you know, as they say, that's why you play them, and uh, we'll see what happens. So far, a few games into the Big 12 season, what do you see as the biggest gap that Houston will have to uh, to close talent wise. Do you see it uh, up front? Is it where is it? I do think it it starts up front uh, with the size, and then it's going to go to the secondary because that's where they really struggled right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know you got to get those you know those those 
those cornerbacks that they're that are built like wide receivers that uh, you know those those guys uh, you got to get those guys and but I do think it starts up front. I mean it really does. Let's face it, you got a big, strong, efficient offensive line. You can do a lot of different things and you can cover up a lot of work. So I mean quarterbacks are better, running backs are better, everything's better whenever you have that offensive line. I think that's probably where it starts. Then on the flip side of that, because it's been a situation in these games where, you know, Houston has hung with teams, but it seems like in the second half that's when they get worn down. You know, see Texas Tech, uh, see TCU. And uh, and that's no excuse. Uh, they, they just quite got beat by better football teams on those days. But uh, that's where I think it's going to have to start. And it's going to have to start with a chance to really recruit as a Big 12 team for the first time. Uh, and that starts right now. Kevin, in your career, which is you've done play-by-play for a long time, was that the craziest moment, or do you, keep, you have others you can compare it to? Uh, I do, and I was somebody had asked me that earlier. And there was uh, in 2016 in the opener against Oklahoma, Brandon Wilson, I think still in the NFL, uh, ran back a kick six mm-hmm. uh, for a touchdown, 100 and boy, he caught it literally. Literally was keeping his feet in on the back line of the end zone, caught it right under the crossbar, and ran it back for a touchdown. That was that's up there. And then uh, in 2021, Marcus Jones, after SMU scored to tie it for 20 seconds left in the game, they kicked off to Marcus Jones for whatever reason. I still have no idea. And uh, Marcus Jones took it back 100 yards. So those, and then last night, obviously those those are the three. But given the the importance of last night, the first ever uh, Big 12 conference win, I would put last night at the top. But, yeah, I've been blessed to be around. It's my 11th season of doing University of Houston football. Uh, I've been blessed to be around some, some, some really good teams and, and uh, some have an opportunity to, to be there at the right place at the right time. And, and, yeah, last night was certainly one of those. I think the Marcus Jones thing is going to keep SMU fans up at night for years. <laughs> well, I went in. It's funny because when we get done, we, we go over and talk, you know, sometimes we'll go over and talk to the other radio crew. And, and I walked into SMU's booth afterwards and, and just, just wish him a good, you know, have, have a good season. Rich Phillips, who does a great play-by-play announcer for SMU, he, he looks at me and he just goes, 38 seconds. And I said, what? He goes, I didn't speak for 38 seconds. <laughs> so, you know, it was, it's, yeah, it's, uh, we've all gone through it and, and uh yeah, it was certainly it was certainly a wonderful night last night. Yeah, what do you, what do you even say? I mean, sometimes what do you even say? Like, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I know that's yeah. it's it's your job to say something, but like if you don't have anything to say, just don't say something. And, and, I, and I talked it. I talked about it last night too. Is I went over to the Western City guys. Mm-hmm. I wish them a good season, and uh, you know, hope their stay in Houston was good. And not you know, not you know, I me, mean, not not about the game, but. Uh, and I mean, I just thought about him. I thought, man, you just went from one of the, the greatest calls because you. Your team just scored a 50-yard touchdown with 12 seconds left to, to win a game until you didn't. And uh, so, yeah, it's a swing of emotions. And, and as play-by-play guys, you, you know, we all, you know, John, you know, mm. we live and die with these guys. And, uh, you know, we don't we don't ever win and lose games, but we, we certainly feel it in our heart. And, and that's why that's the passion you have. If you don't have that passion, you're not doing this job. And, and so, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a certain it's an emotional week every week, and I, I look forward every Saturday morning waking up and getting ready to go do a, a college football game. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, rest that voice for next week against Texas. You're gonna have to talk okay. over a lot of crowd noise. I know that, and we'll see you here you in about that. three weeks. You got it. All right, looking forward to coming to wake up. All right. There you go. There you go, Kevin Ashenfelder, voice of the Cougars. 
This has been a Rogue Media Network production.